the wrestling court. I'd rather have my wrestlers alive now than for them to be carrying weapons and drugs around in the locker room. Like, don't sit there and act like you're some big tough guy. The only time I ever tolerated Jarrett was his WCW 2000 gimmick. After when that, <laughs> when he went to TNA, all of his matches were exactly the same. She's not friggin' safe. It is ridiculous, and she'll laugh at us for this. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 325 of the Wrestling Court. Or is this 326? I believe it is 326. <laughs> I'm your host, Julian Cannon. We are back here to talk about WrestleMania predictions, the Hall of Fame, and much more. We got two people here today. First, uh, Drew Riari from the Drew Riari Show. How are you doing today? Doing great, Julian. Uh, appreciate you inviting me on. What's up, Rob? Hey, what's going on? Uh, and uh, Julian was going to say, and also I have my co-host, Rob. But we yes, I was going to say that. But we can legitimately <laughs> just say this, that... Uh, uh, I, I'm good, man. Uh, I'm excited. I don't think I'm excited for WrestleMania because I, I gave up on a lot of stuff. I'm excited to hang out with you guys most mostly. So uh, that's let's get going. All righty, we're going to get going. And before before we do, uh, let's talk about the Hall of Fame real quick because we did it in the last week episode, and there's a lot of news that came out in the last few weeks. So shall we talk about the Hall of Fame first? No, nothing like WWE wait until last minute to tell you what the Hall of Fame is going to be like two days before the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Status quo. Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, I understand having surprises, but, you know, it's, geez, guys, it's fucking Wednesday, you know? It's like... Well, let's start off with the headliner, The Undertaker, being inducted by Vince McMahon. I mean, I didn't like what people were saying, like, oh, he should be the only one. I'm like, I, that's no, that's silly. Hall of Fame's, you know, I, I understand when they did the first one was Andre, but that was kind of like they were testing the waters of what they were doing back in the day. Yeah, it was but, a, like, it was a um, novelty back then at that time. Yeah. I mean, it was just a thing. They was out of respect for Andre. They did that. I, it's cool. Having a Hall of Fame being one person at a time, you, you'll, no one will get to be in the Hall of Fame if we do it like that. I understand what Undertaker means. You know, we all here love Undertaker. Uh, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, but at right, the same right. time, like he should headline, but he shouldn't be the only one going in. I think that's kind of the only thing I hate about the Hall of Fames is when they pull out the old-school wrestlers and they decide like, hey, there's like six guys you probably never heard of, and don't even give them like a chance for a family member to come up and talk or, you know, see like that bothers me. I get it, maybe those people weren't a part of WWE's world, but. As a wrestling Hall of Fame, it really should just give everyone a chance. Like, you know, put in a very a, a, a major star like Taker, grab a very old school wrestler, maybe have a relative come up and just give them a couple minutes to say something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel that's the only thing I have a problem with. Uh, Taker should definitely headline, obviously, but it should never have just been just him. Maybe during I... the pandemic, having one person or two people, but I think that's, you know, neither, neither here or there. I agree, and I'm going to add to that. This is the Hall of Fame. You're trying to track in a lot of people into this area, uh, COVID or not. <laughs> You're trying to track in a lot of people in this area, and we're going to have one full night with just the Undertaker in, with speeches yeah. from everybody. Uh-uh, that's not working out. Also, didn't we kind of do a whole uh, Undertaker celebration day anyway? Yeah, so we did that like, Survivor Series two years ago. Yeah, so like, let's just have the Hall of Fame. Like, all right, he goes in the Hall of Fame. Hey, we had the, the one night where we ribbed Glenn Jacobs coming in costume, and now we have his actual, you know, I think that's fine. What do you think, Roger? Yeah, I'm, I agree with all of you, uh, with both of you. Um, yeah, it, sh- it shouldn't, 
the Hall of Fame is the Hall of Fame. I mean, regardless of what people want to say about it, it's the Hall of Fame. I mean, these guys are legit excited to be in it, you know, because, yeah. you know, also they get a pretty big payday. Um, and I'm assuming they get a Legends contract. Um, if Taker doesn't but, already have a Legends contract, I mean, everybody else is a little more important. But I think uh, well, Taker's. Well, well, I mean, well, I mean, like, I don't want to, I don't want to skip ahead to the topic, but you know, right, you right, got right. you got Vader, you know, Charmel, um, and then you got you know. I, I just kind of what, what do you mean, Charmel? Come on, that's a big deal, bro. We'll get to hey, Charmel I mean, in a I, bit, but let's focus I, on I, the Undertaker for now. I love, I love Charmel. I'm not, I'm not knocking her. I thought she, right. I thought she was good with Booker when she, when they put her with Booker you know it added something to him but uh just to close it out yeah i mean there there needs to be more names in the hall of fame there needs to be a headliner and there mm-hmm. needs to be you know uh mid-show kind of like there is in wrestling there's a main mm-hmm. event True. A- you know i also have to say this uh, what a career he's had i mean take her now however with his interviews let's just be glad it's the undertaker Man. character going in and not um mark blue lives matter callaway you know what drives me crazy about this? Like, we all wanted Undertaker to talk. You always wanted to hear. Then he started talking. Like, we're all like, shut up. Shut up. You're killing. You're ruining the illusion. I mean, what I do hear him talk when he's not um, talking in politics, when he's talking wrestling, yeah, I do awesome. listen. I do yeah, listen. Absolutely. Because you want to hear that stuff. You want to just hear the wrestling stories because, like, that's. You know, you want to feel like, oh, let us know what it's like to be who you are, right? Yeah. Not outside being the dad, being whatever you believe in, but I want to hear about the stories on the road, especially being like the, in the different promotions you've been in. Like, oh, he keeps saying the same stories. Like, I want to hear him talk about his time prior to WWE. He, do, he does very few things and maybe he might bring up uh, like a little bit like world class. You know? Yeah, I want to hear about the stuff where he was dressed up in an SM costume being a wrestler. I want to see, tell me that why. Tell me, I want to hear more about that. I, the more of the stories I hear are actually from like other people, from like, like, like Dutch Mantel talks about it, a lot of other people. But I want to hear it from you. Like, you're the freaking wrestler. I want to hear your side of that stuff. So we have next Vader, who is being inducted by Mick Foley. The wars that these two had in the early 90s to the mid 90s was fucking phenomenal. But Vader, his dying wish was to go in the Hall of Fame. And I wish they would have put him in there before he passed away. You know what, man? I actually forgot that he wasn't in. I For some reason, my brain thought he was in already. But that it was uh, it wasn't him. I got so confused. And uh, and I was like, that sucks. Because at the same time, like, you know. We all know, like, isn't it weird how a wrestler like Vader is so respected by the fans, even though he was not pushed the way we, I, you know what I mean? Like, when you look back on his career in WWE, you kind of like, oh, wow, that wasn't uh, very good. But your brain just remembers him being awesome, you know? It's like that Mandela effect in a way, you know, where you're like, I remember him being the badass mastodon, the whole thing. It's time. It's Vader time. I even remember watching uh, Fist of the North, a live action movie with fucking Vader in it, like because fucking Vader was in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, by the way, that shit is terrible. Don't watch it. Uh, but it's it's like I, I just, you know, I feel like I was going to make a joke saying Shawn Michaels should have put him in. But like, I'm not going to do that. But uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> at the same time, it's like he's just one of those guys you just remember being so it was such one of the great characters and he was wherever he was in like he had like almost 
Legion of Doom pop. You know what I mean? When Vader's music hit, no one sat there and booed him, as far as I remember. What do you think about Vader going in, Drew? Um, I feel I feel bad mainly because like he was kind of before my time when I first started watching wrestling back in like '97 ish, '98. Yeah, I wish I got to enjoy his career a lot more. Um, I mean, I've seen a few matches here and there because I have a best of WCW Bash of the Beach VHS awesome. uh, somewhere that I got for Christmas one. <laughs> Um, and one of the matches was Vader versus Hogan. It was the steel cage match outside where Vader comes out with like that giant, you know, gimmick over his face. Um, ah, the, I fucking, I have the figure of that. That freak is so badass. I know it so, looks so stupid, but it's so fucking over the top awesome. Like, like there's no way you can even see out of it. Like, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where we can forgive it because, you know, it was Vader and we, we thought it was cool. We still think it's cool. Well, he um, just wore it to the ring. I mean, it was just a cool, like, interesting. I think it shot out smoke and shit. It was cool, man. And then uh, my exposure, and this this just shows how much of a of a nerd I am, is when he came on a Boy Meets World. <laughs> That's oh again, right, yeah. He my was other on there. exposure to David. Um, That's he was that, on it. Other than that, like I, I always hear from like you know my wrestling friends who are kind of like well within you know your age group is that Vader was like the man back then. He was like. You know, if you're if you're talking about one of the greatest big men, he he definitely yeah. goes up in the top three. And you um, know, with, with, the, with the advent of the internet and like the the tape trading and like especially getting the stuff from Japan and just you know finding Vader stuff. Like after he got out of WWE, he disappeared for a bit. Like like you said, ninety nine, ninety two thousand. I started finding all these Japanese matches. I think the first one I think I ever saw on tape. Was the best of like crazy Japanese? It was like some tape handwritten crazy Japanese wrestling tape, and and it was Vader and Stan Hansen when he fucking almost took his eyeball out and shit. <laughs> and you're like, yo, yeah. fuck. And, you know, it was like my first real exposure to Stan Hansen from Japan too. So like you seeing these two, like first off knowing Vader and then seeing that dude that everyone talked about this big huge Texan wrestling in Japan and like. This is the greatest match. It was, and it was a train wreck of a match. Don't get me wrong, but it was the greatest match at the time. Never watched it. You're like, you're like, man. And you start finding more and more with the advent, the internet. You start getting like, you know, those torrent sites like, you know, LimeWire, which I probably got, I probably got like a hundred viruses downloading a clip of Vader doing some crazy oh, shit. Man, <laughs> you know, who cares though? Like, we still got to, I still got clips. You know, I remember seeing so many clips of Vader like during the early two thousands that way. But it was just cool to have that and how his character was just like the way it should have been you know and like drew said it's, it's just a shame it's just a shame that like his legacy is known but known for like people talking about it not that that they've physically seen it you know so then we get to queen charmel which i have really still puzzled about this um she did contribute to wwe but not to the level of like Hall of Fame, like if you think of Hall of Famers like Vader, Undertaker, and the rest, I would not put Chamel up there. I mean, mm. <clears throat> Booker T also confirmed that she was the one who came up with the King Booker gimmick after he won the King of the Ring. That was all her. That's what Booker wow. T said. Cool. Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's good for her to go in. And like like Drew said, that let's be real, like he said a little earlier, she was a big part of that whole gimmick when you think about Booker T coming she would just scream King Booker it was so annoying but it was so it makes it was it made sense that's what her point was she was being annoying that was the, her job and she did it well and 
wherever she went, she stayed with him. And she was never, she never overstepped her boundaries as the wife of a wrestler who, who really, she really wasn't super trained as a wrestler herself. She wasn't meant yeah. to be, but she never overstepped it too much. You know, she did what she had to do interference, grab a leg, do a thing, you know. She did her job well as a valet, as a, I guess, manager, you can say. So her going in, it, it's fine. I just feel like maybe a bigger name should have went in as well. You know, I just, I guess maybe no one else w- wanted it or they just didn't want to acknowledge anybody else. I don't know. Uh, then we get to the Scott Steiner and Rick Steiner induction. The Steiner yeah. brothers. This one was really surprising for me, uh, knowing Scott Steiner's history with WWE. But it seems like they patched things up in the last uh, six months or so. Got to be doing it for his nephew. Let's be real. Right? Yeah, he wants Ron, to make sure he Ron don't want to fuck over his one to induct them. But either so, these two should have been in the Hall of Fame years and years ago. Scott never wanted it. Like he, yeah, you've Scott seen never interviews. wanted it. Rick did. He never wanted it. Rick wanted. He, Scott never wanted. It. I think we really Scott did it was at like I said, not for Braun to induct him because that's his nephew and he's getting such a big push. You don't want to hinder his push in any way, shape, or form. So hey, you guys want me to be in the Hall of Fame? Whatever. I make a couple bucks out of it. Cool. I'll do it. But to me, the only reason you watch the Hall of Fame this time around, and I don't care about Undertaker going at it, whatever is giving Scott Steiner a live mic on <laughs> WWE TV. Like, that's, that makes it worth it. Do you remember when the last time they gave him a live mic on WWE TV <laughs> upon his return in Madison Square Garden? I'm a Ray T. Heen. What are you talking about? I don't, uh, I, don't think I don't think he'll do it because of his nah. He's not going to no, no, go into business for himself to nah. mess up his nephew's chances. So, I mean, it's the thought of it is, you know, tantalizing. That's all I care. <laughs> just do a math. I just want him to do a math thing. He has to. I don't do think. A math I don't thing. think he's gonna do it because remember they have an um, entire writing staff that does a lot of these <clears throat> these Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But nonetheless, I'm glad these two are going in. Uh, Shad Gaspar getting the Warrior Award. Sorry, the Warrior Award, which I believe they should change it from the Warrior Award to the Shad Gaspar Memorial Award now. And the only reason they won't is because people will be like, who? Remember, Vince doesn't care about the diehards. They care about the casuals. And the warrior's name means more in hindsight for business than it does right now. And, and the fact that Dana Warrior is in a high-ranking place in WWE right now. For now, until, until Nick Khan fires her. It's okay. It'll happen eventually. I don't think that. They're not getting rid of, <laughs> they are not getting rid of her. No. I mean, she may not want to be getting rid of uh, Nikon decides they can save a couple bucks and yeah, they'll, they'll find a way out of it. No one's, inv- no one's invincible in their job. <laughs> but um, this induction is really, really cool. Uh, I hope JTG is there to do the speech. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing more to say about it. I feel like we've always talked about this award being misinterpreted. And yeah. honestly, you know, People tend to, especially the casuals, tend to not give two shits what Ultimate Warrior's personal life is like. The we real gotta, guy, we gotta keep reminding them. them. <clears throat> we we keep we keep reminding them. At the end of the day, they don't care, dude. Like I see so many people, like because of the the action figures that came out with the Key Man slash WWE figures. Do you know how many Ultimate Warrior figures they released of him? Like two or three different versions of Ultimate Warrior in the He Man line alone, and like two or three Hulk Hogan's. 
And now they had the Hollywood Hogan figure come out. Now they were going another alternate way, and people were buying them in droves. And these two guys are like the people you'd be like, no, 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 guys, they're bad people. Stop buying the figure because they get money <laughs> off of it. Like, Dude, stop it, Rob, stop Rob. it. And they don't care. They don't care. Rob, I would, bad people I would, make money. I would yeah. tolerate current day Hulk Hogan over past day Ultimate Warrior any day. <laughs> I I would tolerate the two of them just going the fuck away forever, but that's not going to happen. But to me, as a fan, like going like guys, like, but then you realize they don't care. They don't see that figure as, uh, you know, uh, fucking jerky McGillicuddy. What's his real name? Walter Warrior's real name? The, uh, Warrior, because he changes. So it doesn't matter what his real Hellwig. name is. Jim Helwig. They don't see Jim Helwig. They see their childhood superhero running through the ring, sprouting to the universe about aliens and crashing planes, and right Hulk Hogan right it up to the girls. Hulk Hogan about saying your prayers, chewing your vitamins, and 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 and, and flexing. You know that's all they know, and that's all they want to know. So unfortunately, yeah, they will never change the award. Shad, I think Shad. Honestly, do you know who I really think the award should be named after? Not someone who's dead. I think they should name it the Titus O'Neil Award because that dude has done so much more than anybody. You know. Right. Yeah. And I know it's weird to name an award after someone who's living, but wouldn't it be nice if we did that for a change? How about naming an award after a guy who's fucking alive? How about that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> you know, well, we're going to name this award after this guy. He's dead. He can't say nothing about it. But remember that guy? Because he can't talk shit right now. He's dead. So it's perfect for us. It's no PR nightmare if he says something stupid. <laughs> but, like, you know, that's how I feel. Like you said, Shad. I feel it's Shad or Titus. It would be – I would – We'd be so much more like, yeah, that's a name that, like, you know, no one has anything bad to say about, but no one cares. And then, you know, him getting in, I think it's great. It's sad. It's sad that he's not alive. It's it's fucking terrible. Um, yeah, it's gonna be one. That's the they they have that, and I know this is gonna be fucked up to say. Every award show has to have that moment where people start crying, and that's that's gonna be this. So, uh, who do you think is gonna be pushed into the legacy wing this year? Uh, I, I don't even know who is not even like because <laughs> they don't remember they don't uh, announce it they, they don't announce it prior to it it's always yeah they don't show. care it's people that none of us know and no one cares about it's it's gonna be wrestlers that are like hey we found this name in a book you know what get Jim Cornette on here and he'll know who's going in because they're gonna ask him to figure out the names of the wrestlers that they don't know about but that, that's who ends up going like it'll be one or two like kind of well-known wrestlers and like a lot of regional wrestlers Rob, that's just funny. They bring in Jim Cornett. Hey, Jim, we need your expertise. We think should go in the Hall of Fame. Not, a, not, not about, not about wrestling. We don't want to have anything to do with you writing a book. And just, do you remember any guys who are really old and dead that we could probably get their name for cheap and not have to pay royalties to? Yeah, we want to put them in. Can you find out who's got no royalties? Okay, that or no family members alive? Even better. I want those people. And that's what happens with the legacy thing. Is like it just last, gets dumped around. Last year, um, Doctor's Death Steve Williams. I'm talking about the names that we know in a modern era. Steve Williams, mm-hmm. Gary Hart, and mm-hmm. let me go through this list. Dick the Bruiser got into the Legacy Wing along with Paul Bosch. Right, 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 right. So I haven't paid attention to last year, the year before last because with COVID, it's like I don't even want to know about any of this stuff. But um, I don't know. It's going to be somebody. They're going to have a kind of a name. Like, it's going to be one name that people go, oh, see, this would be the perfect thing for Coco Beware to have gotten an award for. Like, <laughs> <laughs> years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because he actually got like, legitimately put in the Hall of Fame before anybody. And it's like Andre Giant, Coco Beware. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? No disrespect to Coco, but like, 
put Frankie in as well because like let's be real this is a joke right but uh it'll be someone like in that level obviously and we get to you know what before we even get to WrestleMania y'all want to talk about Triple H real quick because the news that broke sure. out last week with his um interview with Stefan you know basketball guy right yeah he re- yeah he revealed uh, about his heart issue what he worked through six months ago when he had the health scare and I guess this, it was more than a health scare. Let's be real. Yeah, it was a. Let's just say it was a heart attack that was about to happen, but didn't happen. Only because I think is because the uh, years of steroid use he's had, and it's really what? started to affect him years later. Same thing. What happened to the Ultimate Warrior? Except Triple H was not a fucking steroid abusing lunatic like the Warrior. <laughs> you know what. But all I jokes aside, I can't, um, yeah, I can't he, judge on that. You know, we don't know if that's what it was, right? Did they claim that's what it was, or they no, won't no, admit not, that? Not, they won't admit it, but right. Triple H I mean, Eddie Guerrero. Triple, look what happened, to Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, he look had what a happened, heart attack, and they said his heart was fucking compressed between all this shit. So yeah, I was going to Excuse say, me. um, Triple H said that this heart condition also ran in his family. His grandfather wow. and his dad also had it. Wow. Yeah, it's it's scary. It's sad. I, we're just glad he's around. I mean, I, you know, people talk so much shit about Triple H, but like at, at the end of the day, I mean, we probably talk shit too. I can't remember. But I'm yeah, not we, say we did too. <laughs> we still got this shit about him. Let's not, let's, let's not lie. But, you know, I don't ever wish ill on anybody except for like, you know, Ultimate Warrior, but he's already dead, so it's cool. Um, but <laughs> with Triple H though, it's like, you know, I don't hate Triple H. I mean, no one hated DX. No one hated, you know, Hunter when he did his bad guy gimmick. I mean, maybe we didn't like the rebranding of DX in the 2000s, but whatever. You got to make money. Um, Triple H loves wrestling, and we can tell you that much. Like, obviously, yeah. he, he doesn't love anything. But let's put – if I had to choose how Triple H loves things, his number one love is professional wrestling, obviously. Absolutely. And then probably second and third will be his kids and then his wife and whatever else. But um, but that's the dude. Like he loves fucking wrestling. It's just sad that he can't wrestle no more, which is fine because you know what? <sighs> sad enough, we're not gonna talk about Big E, but he may not have a wrestle again either. And he's way younger and in the prime of his career. And so it happens, you know. At least Triple H has a legacy to be fond upon you know he doesn't have to worry about anything negative in his career he's done a lot he even ran a brand and saved it from being a, a reality show into what it became like he's done a lot so he has nothing to be you know like sad about like yeah okay you can't lace up the boots but you're still a part of it what do you think about triple h making this announcement last week um yeah, I mean, it wasn't really that shocking because it's just like I, I heard there was a rumor, you know, even before, right. like a month before this, that he might not ever wrestle again. And like, as soon as you found out, you know, it was a heart condition or, you know, what they said, cardiac event, it was like, yeah, he's, you know, not exactly a spring chicken. He's in his 50s and he's a big dude. And, mm-hmm. you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he says, I got to call it a day and he called it a day. So it, it sucks whenever you get forced to retire and you can't retire on your own terms. Um, and again, I kind of echo, you know, Rob's, you know, sentiments. I was always a Triple H fan, you know, when I first started watching wrestling, I liked him in DX. I always thought he was funny. I liked them better as a, as just not, not like the cool heel. Cause I don't like cool heels. I like just vicious, just badass heels. And he was always a badass heel. 
So I was always a Triple H supporter, even during, you know, Triple H's reign of terror for three years on Raw. Like, I still... Like, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're not forgetting that. <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking, man, like, who else could possibly take over that spot? Booker T. You know, Evan RVD. Nash, RVD. There's lots of things that Triple H has been a part of that are controversial in wrestling, whether it's his decision or he not had, his decision. He had, you know? It was his decision or he had influence of the decision making. Right. And, but he's not the only one. I mean, we're going we're, 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 we're to say that. We're going to have to say, hey, John Cena did a lot of fucked up shit John to keep Cena? his spot. You know, as much as I love John Cena now, let's be fucking real. He fucked yeah, a lot of people yep, over. Triple H did the same thing. You know what? But at the same time, it's like, the reasons they do things, I think, are differently. I, I feel like Triple H keeps his spot because he, he's a wrestler. I think John Cena did it too. I mean, it was just a tradition in that company just to say, fuck it, keep his spot at all costs necessary. But yeah, at the same time with him, at least he performed at a level. If he was going to fuck you over, at least he's going to give you a good match uh, to the best of his abilities. Right. So, and, you know, Rob, you said, you were mentioning how Triple H, you know, he loves wrestling. I feel like that's his vice. It, yeah. it, it was a story that Batista told about him in his book where while Batista was rehabbing uh, his, his injury, Triple H went to go visit him and they were in Washington, uh, D.C. And Alonzo Mourning was there. You, know, you guys know who Alonzo Mourning is, right? Yeah. That's what um, and Alonzo Mourning once ago, he saw Triple H and he started marking. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm a big fan of you. Triple H, you're my idol, blah, blah, blah. And Triple H is like, oh, thank you. And when he walks away, he turns over to Batista and goes, who is that? <laughs> and the is like, "Are you fucking stupid?" He's like, "No, I don't know who that is. I don't watch basketball." Yeah. So that this just goes to show you that Triple H, like he, he loves wrestling so much that he's not in tune with, you know, pop culture. But um, yeah. yeah, like wrestling means the world to him. And again, it sucks that he got forced out of it. But again, well, it's not forced out of all aspects. He right now he's only forced. Well, I guess a little bit, but it's not all his control. Oh yeah, wrestling. Uh, the wrestling part of the wrestling business, which is, you know, it's, it's like, you know, you were a high school basketball player, went to college, and then you became a coach for a high school team. You didn't become a pro, but you're still a part of it, and you still do what you love. Doesn't mean you're not good at what you do. Right. But, again, it's one of those things of just, like, you know, he never got, like, the big send-off match at Mania. And, you know, mm -hmm. they would have had, like, the popping circumstance for that yeah. match. They would have had, like, the long you know, drawn out ending of him just walking away like the ending in Forrest Gump and looking sad. The crowd. <laughs> you know, well, at, like, least, at least his last match against Randy Orton at Saudi Arabia was decent. Yeah, I guess. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Again, you know, happy retirement to Triple H. Now let's get to WrestleMania 38. Let's take a place this Sunday, Dallas, Texas. Well, Saturday and Sunday, right? I mean, so Saturday the, and Sunday. The live premium event. It's, it's no longer it's no longer pay-per-views. Go on. So let's see. Let me run down this card. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Bella for the Raw Women's Championship. Who are you taking? Drew, you go first. Bianca. I mean, that's pretty much how the story has gone since uh, SummerSlam. When Becky came in and buried Sasha, or not Sasha, but Bianca. And, you know, Bianca's been working a way to get back. So she's going to win it. And, yeah, that's pretty much how the story's going to go. Bianca's going to win it. I saw someone talk about something. that they're, they're, they're teasing this hair thing. What if, what if they fuck up so bad, Becky wins, and at the next pay-per-view, they have a hair for title match or some shit like that. Oh, that would be and interesting. And then Bianca, then Bianca wins because it, it would – 
accumulates from that because you think the WrestleMania will be the end. Usually WrestleMania ends feuds and starts new ones, but that doesn't always happen, right? No, because I they feel, have WrestleMania backlash after this. Right. And the idea is how do you make that important? Well, you know, this we're gonna make make the stakes higher. And I feel that I want Bianca to get her title back. But if the way these people talk in a way they're kind of teasing weird situations, you don't tease cutting hair if that doesn't become something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I feel that that's what's going to happen. I feel that's going to happen is that Becky's going to retain in some shenanigans and Bianca's last draw is going to put her hair for the title match because it's like Bianca's hair is a part of her gimmick. Putting that on the line is just as bad as losing the title. You see what I'm saying? I feel that's what we they'll build up to. So I feel that Becky will win, but leading to Bianca winning the next time over in a big, huge spiel. And then Becky will have this new look. It won't be bold. It might be like that Captain Marvel type of dude where it's all shaved in the top. You know what I'm saying? They'll do something to reinvent Becky again. Love the idea, but I'm going to have to say Bianca wins and then that hair match uh, Mm. happens at the next pay-per-view. At the same time, if that happens, then that would mean Becky loses twice. That doesn't right. seem like a smart thing, you know. Right, I don't see them doing been, that. She's been winning for. She had a long streak of winning since coming back. True, but she's a big deal for the company, and I think Bianca's too. She's very fantastic now, but uh, uh, I just feel like that seems very WWE-ish. So we have Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio going against The Miz and Logan Paul in a tag team match. Um, Also, note for you, Rob, my review for 2K22 will be out next week. I had to wait for the patches to come for me to finish my review. So I'm going with Rey Mysterio and Dominic to win this, um, and I think The Miz will be pinned. Logan Paul will probably do one or two things to Dominic, and that will be it. I have a question before Drew Yari goes. How many celebrities have actually really lost at WrestleMania? Not many. Mm, see my point? I feel I don't want to say this. I fucking tra- hate that. Hold dude. on, Rob. I'm trying to remember when Mr. T and Roddy Piper fought at WrestleMania 2. Did Piper win or Mr. T did? Mr. T won. Oh, that's Piper right, cheated. Right. Remember, Piper yes, cheated. Yes. And- and if you think about it, the only time someone didn't win was technically the pre-show, which is the Battle Royal when they had – didn't Shaquille O'Neal have it, but he didn't win it. But it was, that was not a one-on-one match. It was a Battle Royal, remember? So celebrity-wise, uh, there wasn't really – Snooki was on a winning team. You know, uh, it hasn't – even when Ronda first debuted, it was a, a tag team match, and they won. Yep. Name, name, name. I mean, there's nobody who has been a celebrity that's been involved in a match, a real match, not just a run-in or something silly, that has Steve Amell was at the WrestleMania. He won. Bad Bunny was last year, right? Didn't he win? Like, so, wait, did he, was he at WrestleMania last year? He was, right? Amell was at SummerSlam. Some, oh, he was, Amell was at SummerSlam. Well, whatever. You get my point. Usually celebrities don't lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with that being said, my, my tongue burns from saying this. That fuckface, Logan Paul and Miz will win regardless because he's a celebrity, brings a lot of eyes regardless. You see what I'm saying? I don't want it. I want him to fucking lose, not just in wrestling, but in life because I fucking hate him. But I feel that's what they would do. 
Uh, personally, I don't really give two shits about that. <laughs> um, and, I don't, and I don't give a shit about Logan Paul either, but Rob brought up a good point. Celebrities never lose, whether they're celebrities or regardless of what we think of what a celebrity Status is. quo. Yeah. Let's yeah, put it this way. Logan Paul is more known than most of the people on this pay-per-view. So let's just, let's be honest. In, so. 20, in the year 2022, Logan Paul is considered a celebrity. But that's the yeah, best unfortunately. Point. Isn't that sad? Yeah, it's sad, sad, but that's fucking sad. Yeah, I think the heels are going to win just so Logan Paul can, I don't know, do Logan Paul things. <laughs> I don't know. Doing a Logan Paul thing. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it hurts. It hurts to say it, right? You feel hurt? You gotta, I got to take some medicine after this now. My, my, oh, I got agita. <laughs> so we have Drew McIntyre going against Happy Corbin. Oh, what a what a fucking letdown Drew's been since his return. To he two years in a row on Mania, he was going for the WWE Championship, and now this year he's lower on the card. <sighs> Drew, you go first because this is just a joke. No I'm, I'm just I'm, no one cares about <laughs> this match. I'm just going to pick Drew McIntyre for the fuck of it. Uh, as another juror, I will talk about this. Um, yeah, I've, been, I've, been, I've been kind of let down by the booking of McIntyre because when they were pushing him, like, and I think I said this when I was on this show a while ago, where they were pushing him and then COVID happened. It's like it's like yeah. watching the Twilight episode, Twilight uh, uh, yeah. Zone episode. It's like imagine achieving your dreams, and then the <laughs> they do glasses break. You have all the books in the world, you can't read the jack shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. McIntyre, he was the glasses. He was legitimately the glasses for Burgess Meredith. It's like... <laughs> the same problem with Drew McIntyre is the same problem with Adam Page, but that's another story. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is this kind of sucks because you know Drew should really be on top of the card. And also, it's just, it's, it's just how they push him because I don't believe what he's saying. Like, whenever he says something, I don't believe it. It doesn't sound like him. <laughs> it sounds like somebody wrote it him. So that's should, how everybody is, right? So that's what, what it he is. He should be cool. He should be a badass and not like... Hey, look at my foot that I never used. I just didn't get it right. It's, it's embarrassing when you got this guy who's this big dude and like, you know, we'll give you, we'll give you a sword. Dude, there's no reason for to have a fucking sword because it means nothing because it's like you obviously can't use a sword in a fucking match. All right. It's not going to happen. It makes no point to come with it. And and it's, it's just embarrassing. And it's it just goes to show you how little – even when they say, oh, they're trying to be progressive, they do this shit. He's Scottish. He's a, he should have a he should have a claymore sword because he's Scottish. Not every fucking Scotsman walks around with a fucking sword. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's a stereotype to say that he's a big he's from the Highlander. So fucking have cut people's heads off and fucking take the quickening if that's what you're gonna do. But then it, it, it's it doesn't matter because it doesn't add to his character because he's got to point a sword at people and you know he's not going to fucking use it. Exactly. So it's, it makes no sense. When Steve Blackman came out with those fucking sticks, he was going to hit people with those fucking things. Sandman came out with a kendo stick and a cigarette. He was going to smoke the cigarette and beat you with the fucking stick. You knew it was going to happen. New Jack came to the ring. He was going to kill somebody. It's a guaranteed fucking tea. Like, you know, Drew McIntyre walks out with a sword. It's like, well, he's just carrying that for no fucking reason. And it hurts the character because they made his character to a one-dimensional joke. They turned him from being a cool hero to just, a oh, one-dimensional clown. Yeah, it's just a gimmick, and it's sad because it. You haven't. It's 
this is the trope with WWE, and I'm going to say this, when they have a little bit of an accent, they try to test the water, but oh, I don't know. I feel we need to take back because we can't understand. We might have to subtitle this guy. You know what I'm saying? And they do that. They'll do it. They'll run with it a little bit, and they'll pull it back when they feel it doesn't work. But the guy who doesn't work, they'll let him run longer just because he speaks properly. That's a problem. I'm, just, I'm already scared what they're going to do with Gunther or Walter, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, boy. They, let's, let's move along. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. First out, we, we all agree that it's Drew McIntyre, though, right? That's just, we'll just make that's our prediction. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm 100%. We have the Usos going against Nakamura and Rick Boogs for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Please, Usos, retain this belt. Shinsuke is a, a joke now. Uh, Rick Boogs, I have no desire to watch him. Usos, please w- retain. WWE love them some Rick Boogs, and I feel that this is going to be Boogs' first thing, Ugh. and they're going to win the title. It's, they're going to win the title because they he's willing to work in his silliness. And and it's and he's getting over a bit. The crowd do like him, and you know what? Oh, really? So they're Rob, comfortable him, with it. Put him without Nakamura, and let's see how how he'll do. All I fucking can't stand it, dude. I just stopped watching <laughs> a long time ago. Then it's like, why is this guy coming out playing a guitar? Versus, oh fuck! Every time Shinsuke's song gets tweaked by somebody else over and over again, it gets annoying. It's like, can we just have the original song? Can Shinsuke just be Shinsuke? No. He doesn't speak English, so let's fucking do shit with him all the time. Let's fuck around. And they do it all the time. And now he's in, but Rick Boogs is so over, and they let him do silly gimmicks and let him be silly. They have fun. They let him win. They're going to give them the titles because they want to make Roman Reigns' match more important because the bloodline is failing. And that will be part of the booking of the storyline. The Usos will lose, and Roman Reigns will be – they're going to tell the story where, like, he – can he retain against the Brock Lesnar? Because let's the rest of the bloodline has lost their title. You know what I'm saying? They're going to use that to book the storyline. Because everything that's happening on these this WrestleMania is about that one match. Let's be real. Nothing else matters. Yep. Everything's culminated to that match. So the Usos losing will be put towards building up the storyline of that match. What do you think, Drew? I'm kind of agreeing with Rob. Like I think Nakamura and Boog will win because one one thing I know. You know, as long as I'm watching WWE wrestling, Vince loves characters, and mm-hmm. Boogs is a character. Um, one thing I think is just off-putting is that he plays this goofy guy, but he, he's like fucking Jack, and he looks like he can <laughs> probably beat the shit out of everybody in that locker room. So it's just it's, it's, like, it's like it's like watching Shannon Sharp act like a goof, but then you realize, oh shit, this guy's an ex, you know, tight end. He's like what six six, and he's jacked. Probably what my ass or anyone. But else why says. can't a guy be jacked and still be fun? Because I think that's what's great about what made Mark Henry is that yeah he was a big dog. But when he became sexual chocolate, as much as that was a a rib at him, he ran with it and it showed him in another light to have fun. You know, what I'm saying I think big guys can be fun and be dominant. It, it can work both ways. It depends, though. <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. Uh, we got the New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. My God, two of two matches I don't really care about deserves a bathroom break, which is these two. <laughs> Holy shit! And I think I'm gonna it's gonna be quite deserved one since I'm we're gonna be in that arena. Oh yeah, I mean you'll need the bathroom break. Oh, and you need you need bathroom break. Sorry, matches. Rob. Sorry, sorry, what? Rob and Drew. I just thought of something. A bathroom break in a state where COVID restrictions are fucking everywhere. Yeah, no thanks. No, nah. well, that's all right. You pee in a bottle. 
<laughs> no fucking bets. <laughs> ah, go with Seamus and Rich Holland. Uh, over the new day, after the whole thing with Big E, you I don't am, think I, that I, they I'm, would give that? No reason for me to even analyze any of this. Seamus and Rich Holland. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna be in the bathroom. So what does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I will be deciding if I order wings or pizza during this match. Um, or both. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Seamus. Pizza wings. Seamus, <laughs> pizza wings. Um, I'm going to go with Seamus and Ridge Holland because the New Day can lose a thousand matches and they'll still be over. They're still going to sell merch. They're still going to be fine. Yep. They're going to lose. And yeah, that's basically what's going to happen. I don't care about this match either way. All right, so we have... Um, wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 sorry, wait, 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 wait. Jump in the gun there, buddy. I know I got AEW in 15 minutes, but I feel that don't give, Vince doesn't care enough about New Day to let them win, but I feel that New Day will win on the pay-per-view and then lose the next time when they have a rematch, which is inevitably going to happen. You mean SmackDown, right? Whenever the fuck happens, I don't watch it. So yeah, SmackDown, sure. <laughs> Tuesday or wherever the hell they film it. That day, wherever they film it, they're gonna lose it again because that's what they do. Friday. Here's your feel good. Here's your feel good moment, and then we'll take it away from you two week, two days later when it benefits them. Right. So we have Seth Rollins versus whoever Vince McMahon chooses. We all Sorry. think it's we all think it's gonna be Cody Rhodes. Now, if it's not him, and they pull a swerve <laughs> on us. Who do you think it's going to be? I'm going for either Shane McMahon or Mustafa Ali. What if they do a thing where it's they push it? Because what I was hearing some people talk about, you know, how WWE likes to make sure that Monday gets some big ratings too. They scumbag it over. Let's say it's Veer or it's something like that or whoever. Shane McMahon, Veer Muhammad Hassan. I don't care who. But at the end of the match, Cody surprises, interferes, costing set the match to Shane or whomever to have Cody come out on Monday as the big thing. So it's kind of like, oh, look, I'm here, but I'm not. It's not a match. He interferes because the truth is Seth has been for this company for so long and he's going to have to do a match where he has to do a job for Cody coming back. I, I That seems like a thing that I mean, Seth will do it. He's a company guy, obviously, but. There's bigger money to be made at a pay-per-view later if he's not there. You have enough big names on this show already with Undertaker's Hall of Fame and all these celebrities that – and the possibility – and WWE likes to do this. We're going to tease it and then save it. It doesn't happen. How many times have they done this where it didn't actually happen on the pay-per-view but happened on the Monday after? They like to do that a lot. But I feel they won't be able to get away with the crowd not having it happen, but it won't be. They'll boo the whole match, Seth interferes, and then Cody – comes from the crowd or something and does a run-in and then leaves costing now, the match, which will piss off Seth, which will set up the storyline for them to go in later. Now, if it's Cody Rhodes, who do you think wins? Cody. It, it's yeah, weird. It, you can't, it, has, it has to be Cody. You, it has to be Cody, but at the same time, I feel it's... I don't feel they're going to do that match yet. You can't. You didn't book a match. You can't bring this guy. They're supposedly making such a big deal out of him, and it's just a surprise the day of. It's it'll be a nice pop, but what would that matter? You know, what I'm saying I feel the idea of it being a swerve, but having him come out. If Cody has the match and Cody wins, so then Seth has now lost 
what is he look he's never won anything he has he didn't even, he's crying and begging just to be on the wrestlemania card it's weird it's a weird storyline that's not going to really pay off or benefit anybody you know what i'm saying it should be that he knew right away the crowd were expecting it you tease it you had promo videos pro showing something in the darkness anything you know and what here's the biggest thing if it is cody rhodes What's the freaking VR graphic going to be? Cody's tattoo moving, like with the mouth opening up on the tat, the neck tattoo. Like that's what it's going to be, right? That ugly <laughs> tattoo. I it's going to be his graphic, right? It's going to be his giant graphic. And look, it's virtual. Yeah, it's an augmented reality, but his mouth moves on the tattoo. Ooh. It, it, it's Cody Tron. <laughs> the Cody Tron. <laughs> the, the mouth is going to the, the tattoo is going to lip sync the words to the song. Oh my god, dude! I gotta tell you, Cody's going to be back on the WWE board of directors with that tattoo. They're going to laugh at him. Every he's single one. Of them. Who said he's gonna be on the board? <laughs> hey man, he was an EVP at um AEW. So that's think the of that. give two shits. Like I, I honestly, shit. Rob, I honestly think that eventually he's gonna be one of the board members in WWE. Based on all the knowledge he knows at AEW, you wouldn't think that would be a good get. Well, hey, and also, I, and if also I believe, no, Drew, go ahead. Okay. I was gonna say, not for nothing, you know, him being on the board of directors, also with MJF's contract coming up in two years, that can also be a way for him to bring him into WWE. You know, as I mean? fun as all this is, it's all fun to the fantasy book. We all know how, with WWE's track record, what does that mean? It doesn't mean shit. Like, I would love that. Oh my God, this would be awesome if they do this, that, and the other. But we all know at the very end, they will never allow it to be the way that they he thinks he wants it to be. It will never be, okay? They will never allow it because they think they're doing things the right way, and they have the money in the back end to prove it. USA doesn't give a shit. They're very happy. Fox is very happy. No one gives a shit. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, what's he really going to bring as, a, as his collateral? T-shirt sales? Nope. <laughs> he wasn't the one. His song? <laughs> nope. Wasn't the one. People weren't downloading that by the his, millions. Nope. His, his nope, homelander, nope. his homelander costume. <laughs> I mean, whoa. The only, the only place that probably that kind of gimmick works would be in WWE. <laughs> it wouldn't work anywhere else because nobody else gives a shit about that stuff. But um, and, and, but anyway, it, uh, yeah. If it's Cody, I don't. I just don't see it being beneficial for Cody to debut have a match and just win on a card that is already stacked with stone cold coming back. You see what I'm saying? They would save him for the Monday Monday. They'll tease it. He'll do a run in with a black hoodie. He'll take it down. They'll see the neck tattoo. Oh my God. And then let the show that that's it. And he'll come out the Monday. He'll open up Monday night. That's what's going to happen. And him and Seth will have a 45 minute conversation during three commercial breaks on Monday. (laughs) So, We know Owens and Austin's main event in night one. Uh, I'm just going to say they're going to have a brawl, and if it turns into an impromptu match, Austin's not taking any single bumps. He's going to do a brawl, stun, pin, one, two, three, if it turns into a match. I think it's going to be like in 03 when Austin came back that first time against Eric Bischoff. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's going to be an impromptu match. Like kept like oh you know Owens is gonna bump for him like he's gonna bump like crazy. But, oh my god, that's the only thing to watch. It. Yeah, my thing is that I don't feel that. Like I know Stone Cold's getting himself in shape. He's trying to get himself ready. But I remember a couple years ago when Stone Cold did like a little thing with him and like Hogan and like who was it? Shawn Michaels? The Rock. 
Oh, the oh, 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 oh. I know what you're talking about. WrestleMania 32. And like Stone Cold goes off Michael's chest. Shawn Michaels coming. Shawn Michaels coming out there with his freaking ring gear. Come on now. Like it was so funny. Like Stone Cold was saying, like, every part of me hurt for three months. I'm not bumping no more. I can't do it. And that was when he was younger. You see what I'm saying? Like, I know anyone could protect anybody. I just saw Sting jump off a fucking balcony. So I guess anything's possible with the uh, the stem cells. I'm hoping Stone Cold's getting stem cells. Because I don't want him to come back and then not look at least... Hey, I know... We know Owens is going to protect the shit out of him. We know that. He's more than the capable guy to do it. We know that. He'll do, he'll do what Shawn Michaels did for Hogan. You know what I'm saying? He'll do all that. But at the same time, I want to make sure that at least on his end, Stone Cold looks great because he's just everyone loves him. You know, know no one hates Stone Cold. We want to know the difference between Austin in 2022 and Hogan in 2005. I want to know the, yeah, what sure. the difference was. Sure. Hogan was an active competitor. <laughs> yeah, but he was also broken and useless. He only does three moves to begin with. Even when he was an active competitor, he did three fucking moves to begin with. His most active match was with The Rock, and he was gassed for a year and a half after that. <laughs> Dude, don't let me send you over Hogan's WCW contract for you to read over. That shit is like a binding, oh, I ain't reading. <laughs> I ain't reading that shit. Fuck him. He's still getting paid somehow from that. <laughs> Anywho, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. SmackDown Women's title. Do we all agree Ronda's winning? Yeah. Like this, this match isn't looked poorly. Like Rock, I think, I think this match will be slightly competitive. Slightly. Yeah, I, I, like I can't see why it wouldn't be a good match because of the two women that are in it. But it's just like they've they've booked Ronda terribly. Like she needs to be a heel for one. Like she needs to stop with the whole smiley, shaking hands with people and cutting. Wasn't this like her problem people. from the beginning? Like, yes. didn't we have this problem when she turned heel and she got mad at the fans because like she shitted on fans because she don't like them because they don't get it. It's like. Bitch, who are you to even earn the fans' respect just because you're oh, you're a very good performer? Yeah, you should. There's no reason why you shouldn't be that good. You're you're a fucking professional athlete. Wrestling should come easy to some people, and some people don't. Kurt Angle took it like fucking a fish in water, and I would never thought that she couldn't be a good performer in the ring. She was good, and she actually excelled, but she didn't understand the business, and she got mad at the fans. Don't get mad at the fans. The fans want what they want. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, they like and do what they what they please. That's what fans are about, right? right. Hate them or love them, they decide what they want to say and do at it as an audience member. You can't change anyone's opinion unless you make them change it. And you get mad at them for not doing what you wanted it to do. Change who you are. Yeah, be that heel. You're not. You wouldn't. She would not sell any less shirts, heel or face. Let's be fucking real. You know, since we have only have a few more minutes left, um, I'm going to breeze through these next few and y'all can make our predictions. Yeah. All right. So I believe Roman Reigns is beating Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Why? Mm -hmm. Because Roman's never beaten Brock at WrestleMania. I believe Bobby Lashley is going to squash almost. You really believe that? Yes. I am also predicting that Edge is defeating AJ Styles. There's no way Edge is going to reinvent this gimmick for him to lose to AJ Styles on the first match. And no way. I also believe that Randy Orton and Riddle will retain the tag team championship. To turn on each other the next night. It's happening. If if they lose the belts. No, I I definitely believe that they are going to win. And then Randy's going to turn on Riddle. 
it's 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 inevitably setting up for these two to eventually wwe loves doing that right uh when you talk about roman i let's just i get it you did a couple predictions let's us respond to you fast uh riddle and randy retained they're gonna break up later uh i don't believe bobby lashley is gonna win I don't know why. I, I he should, but I feel that you know there's been spent a lot of money on almost. They're gonna want to make this longer for him. And Roman Reigns, yeah, absolutely. Drew here. Uh, oh, God, Julian, Drew. Julian, can you give me that match card real quick? <laughs> you want me to give you a match card? Um, those those just... last couple, the couple of picks you just said. I'll, I'll just like speed through it. Just give me the matches, and I'll speed through it. All right. Uh, let's see. Fatal Four Way for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Oh boy, I do not want to read all these names. Zelina and Carmella, Sasha Banks yes. and Naomi, I'll, I'll just, I'll Ripley just, and Liv Morgan, Natalya and Shayna Baszler. I'll, uh, Sasha and Naomi. Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, which I believe Johnny Knoxville is winning. I think that's so, going to be a. I think that's going to be a fun match, but yeah, Zayn's going to win. I mean, let's, let's be real. It's celebrities don't lose, right? So. <laughs> Pat McAfee yeah. versus Austin Theory. Uh, give it to Theory. I'm gonna give it to Pat. That's this is where I think Shane McMahon's going to interfere. Here comes the money. It's going to be my daddy. I'm his real son. You're not his real son. It's going to be one of those type of things. It might be the. It might end up being the referee for the match or some shit like that. Go ahead. Probably. Let's see. RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Academy. RK Bro. Yeah, absolutely. Edge versus AJ Styles. Edge. Edge is blue Daba Diba right now. He the blue <laughs> Smurf. <laughs> Edge is like without a doubt. Uh, I love Edge, and this is probably gonna be one of the best matches on the card. Mm-hmm. And I feel that Edge has to win because AJ can lose because AJ is an active performer, and Edge will build up a storyline of a three feud match. And you know, one 50 50, then the tie off. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, title for title. Uh, Roman, like you just mentioned, Roman's never beat Brock at Mania, so give it to Roman because Roman's the guy. And, and Brock has so much money. <laughs> He's and Brock all is going to leave for a few months. <laughs> and, and also, I think Roman might even take a vacation after this because they've been pushing Roman like a fucking beast, which he is. Um, so but, I can imagine you know, he'll... Pre- well, I was going to say, I can imagine he, he might even take the next pay-per-view off because I don't think Backlash needs Roman. He can also maybe uh, do like gonna, Zoom. They're going to need whoever is the double champion for that pay-per-view. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, feel- also... Also, I think it could be a thing of like he'll do like Zoom vignettes and be like, you know, <laughs> you know, the... he's on vacation somewhere. Like he's got he's got the green screen of the Zoom meetings in the background. <laughs> like he's just, like he's just sipping a margarita. He's like, the champion needs some much nighty time off. Oh, you mean the tribal? Why chief. did you turn him? Why chief. did you turn him into Triple H? <laughs> no, no, here's Triple H. The champion uh, needed uh, some time off. Uh. Hey, at least when Triple H did that, he he did a, a Harley Race style bounty. Yeah. Oh man. One hundred thousand dollars to attack Goldberg. Uh. <laughs> I'll give you a nickel ninety-eight. Let's go. Let's go. Oh shit! Uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, thank you, Drew and. Rob for coming on the show. No problem. WrestleMania is this weekend. I'm going to post up a discussion thread in my group, and I will comment on it. Why? Because that entire stadium should have a damn signal, and I will have my phone charger with me. Yeah, you be safe going out there, and you have a good time. Be safe, I bro. will. WrestleMania is this Sunday and Saturday. Hope you all uh, get some wrestling. Enjoy the show, and thank both of you for coming on. Appreciate it. Yep. We got to have Drew on more often. I think it helps out. I agree. 
<laughs> <laughs> Laters, everyone. Later.